and welcome to Promo Insiders, the counselor podcast that covers what matters most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting news to fun trends. I'm Teresa Hegel, Executive Editor of Digital Content, and today I'm joined by uh, Chris Ruvo, uh, Executive Editor of Counselor Magazine. So today I wanted to, to talk to Chris a little bit about a story he had written recently about shipping and how this holiday season it's going to be a big, well, already is a big issue. Um, so if you haven't checked out the story, it still has a lot of great information on it, but we're going to try to keep this discussion even more up to date with kind of what's going on, but let's mm-hmm. just kind of set the, set the scene. Why, why is shipping such a big problem this year? Why is it a challenge? The most basic answer is just absolutely unprecedented levels of uh, demand, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, with the coronavirus pandemic, it's, it's no, I think it's not a secret to anybody that online shopping um, accelerated greatly. Um, I, I think they they say it's several years of um, e-commerce growth basically occurred within a, within a matter of a few months, and that trend is now carrying over into um, into the holiday season. Um, one stat that I saw says that um, uh, total demand or total sales for online in the U.S. during the holiday period should be about 189 billion. That's up 33 percent from from the year before. And even though your major uh, carriers like FedEx and UPS, and is, and even though they're partners that they contract out deliveries to, the, your kind of smaller localized carriers are doing their best to keep up. There's just demand that's that's beyond their their capacity to meet. Um, I think that the the most telling stat I saw is that there's um between Thanksgiving and Christmas period, there's going to be demand for about on average, I think it's 86 million like parcels per day. Um, whereas there's going to be capacity for about 79 million. So that on any given day, you have a disparity of about 7 million packages that, that, that you could just, that they're just not going to be able to, to get to. So um, yeah, and it, it's most fundamental. That's what it is, that it's, it's, it's a, a capacity issue. And part of what's compounding that uh, capacity issue is that there's, um, there's also a shortage of vans. Like it, like mm. it, there's just not there's just not enough, and that was another problem caused by the coronavirus pandemic is that uh, the van production slowed down. Uh, there just wasn't enough vehicles out there to to just deliver things to, to to people, basically. Right, right, yeah. And that 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 you shared was really telling with just the amount of of packages that are to be shipped, but how many are actually going to mm-hmm. you know, kind of get there. So somebody is kind of losing out in this situation. Lots of people, really. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And I, you know, I, I do want to mention, I forgot to mention this before, but if anybody has any comments or questions uh, during the, the podcast, please feel free to type them into the, the chat box and we'll do our best to address them. I'd, I'd love to hear people's stories of, you know, what you guys are dealing with, if you're dealing with any kind of um, shipping issues, um, or if you have any like creative strategies you've come up with to kind of get around it. So please feel free to, to comment. Um, but I, I guess to, to segue, you know, how, how, how is this affecting promo? You know, it's affecting like everybody kind of more broadly, but what are the kind of the specific issues that the promotional products industry is kind of going through? Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I think maybe in one of the most direct ways and telling ways you've seen is that um, there's been uh, uh, pickups that haven't happened. Um, you know, uh, uh, a particular supplier we spoke with, they had um, uh, a fairly large pickup scheduled for a certain day. Um, UPS just did, didn't come. And uh, they reached out, uh, the, the supplier did, and the um, uh, UPS got back with, with 
was almost sad. It was almost kind of like a pleading saying, well, I'm sorry, but there's just literally nothing we could do. We're, we're going to get to you in a few days, but we just don't have anybody to send to you right now. We're telling other smaller customers that we're not even going to be able to get to them at, at, at the moment. Um, and uh, so while that's an anecdotal example, uh, it's, it's kind of representative of, 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 some of, of some of what's happening. And um, two, we should point out, this isn't just something that's um, you know, particular to, uh, to, to, to the US. This is going on in Canada too, where we're hearing from certain Canadian companies that in some ways it's, um, it, 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 it's, it's even worse because the infrastructure there isn't, isn't quite at the same levels that it is in the US. So for instance, is, uh, you might have a, 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 a delivery service uh, show up and say, okay, we only have room for you know five or six packages, but you might have 50 that, that you need taken care of, but you're only going to get that that five or six in that day. So it's it's things like that 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 are that are occurring that are, that are causing issues, and it's um, it's prompting suppliers, the good ones anyway, to really be proactive about telling their distributors, please, you know, to the extent that you can, you know, like try to plan in advance. Like they're doing everything they can to get stuff staged and ready and ready to go but they can't produce an order until it's ordered right so, yeah, so yeah. and that's, that's i right. mean i think that's why we we had um had another podcast uh you know a few maybe a month or two ago where we were talking about you know q4 gifting and how important it was to get this stuff done earlier than than ever before because of mm -hmm. just this kind of these issues um yes so i mean how much worse is it going to get um it's we have bad news is we we haven't we haven't hit the peak yet um mm -hmm. it's it they're uh probably they're predicting that probably the time frame of like the 13th of december till about the 21st is probably going to be the peak of the peak so to speak and um you could expect i think one study from late shipment uh dot com or something like that they study this this kind of what they do mm -hmm. they, they said that you could expect um anywhere from like 14 to 18 percent um, of, of packages to be delivered late. Like they'll get there, but they're gonna they're gonna be late. And then um, you know there's uh, in certain like larger metropolitan areas where demand is really heavy, like your New Yorks, Chicago's, LA's, places like that, it could be as high as 30 percent. So it's it's there these these carriers are doing what they can, but there's just only so much capacity that they're that they're going to be um, be able to meet during those really crunch times. So so you can expect an intensification of some of these issues. Delayed pickups might be a little bit more delayed, and um, you know hopefully you're not you're not outright having missed pickups, but it's 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 a potential. Yeah, and I mean I guess you know one of the things is like we can't really maybe you shouldn't be get, making guarantees to to customers about like shipping dates because you can't guarantee it right now. I mean, but, that may be not. To it, yeah, it's, it's here, that, that's, a, that's a tough position to be in as a, as a promotional products distributor to say, oh, you know, I, who knows if I'll be able to make that yeah. in hands, hands date. So one, right. one of the things at the everybody. Same time, if, you, if you say that and then don't make it like, is it, I don't know. I, I always wonder, like, is it worse to say, oh, we can't do you know, Just be honest. Like we're, we're not sure we're going to be able to do it or try to like, you know, say we'll get it by that date, but then not do it. Like, which is oh uh, yeah, I think the whole definitely under promise and over deliver is the is the way to go. So setting yeah. re realistic expectations, is, especially with you know your better clients that you have relationships with, um, they might be more apt to um, to understand. But um, what you'd really like to do is to, and, and really it's something you probably should have even been doing already. Um, but if not, like start today, is is getting those 
you want to minimize those last minute orders to the, to the extent possible. And listen, we exist in the real world too. We know that, that not every client you're, you're going to be able to proactively contact and say, Hey, you did this. Like, what do you want to do this year? Let's do it, order it today. And it's going to magically happen. We know things don't always come together like that, but what, what we'd suggest and what suppliers have been suggesting to distributors is take those big customers that you have that you, that you know you really need to take care of, you know, proactively contact them if you haven't done so already and get the order in now um, and it, do it as soon as possible. And to the extent possible, you, you might want to streamline it, you know, because then that, that's going to help production happen uh, faster as well. And, and the more that you can do in advance to get things out the door, um, the better, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what are what are some other things that people in the industry can do to kind of deal with this situation? Yeah, I I, I think um, this this is this is kind of like a, a catch all, so to speak. But it's it's not it's not bad advice. Is the um, the communication between suppliers and distributors has is so key right now, where suppliers really do need to keep communicating exactly where they're at and, and what they they believe they're going to be able to do, and and then distributors do as you pointed out before do need to communicate. Hey, this is realistically what we can do, giving shipping constraints. I I, I don't think it's a secret to anyone, in, including end buyers, that that there's a lot of demand on on shippers at the moment, and um, it's something that that needs to be. You know, uh, planned and accounted for. So I think if you approach it in 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 that way, but but present, hey, a, a solution of some kind to that, as to, okay, we can meet such and such date with these kinds of items. You know, does that does that work for you? You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I think I think that works. Another thing is, uh, you just be creative in how you do some of the solutions. Um, so um, there's a distributor out of Boston. His name's John Resnick. He's he's with Performa, and one of his big clients is this is a is a craft brewery. And every every Black Friday, they'd have like this huge blowout merch sale online and in store, and it would result in a, in just a, a big influx of orders. Well, uh, John anticipating increased demand online and also issues with shipping, and he knew people wanted their stuff right away, said, hey, instead of doing that on Black Friday, let's stretch that out for a whole week. So they started it the week prior to Black Friday, and they did this sale through through like through like the whole week. And they had orders, instead of having that one glut of orders on that one day, it was spaced out over the week. The upshot of it was it caused less demand on his team. They were able to get orders out quicker. It was less immediate demand on their on their shippers because it was all local shipments to that. Right. So it was less demand on their local shippers. And um, they sold more merch over that time yeah. in the previous Friday. So um, that's just one example of like thinking for creative workarounds uh, uh, that, that you can kind of minimize pressure on suppliers and on, on shippers to the, to the extent possible. Yeah. And I mean, that solution is great for, you know, the situation we're in right now where shipping is so strained, but it sounds like it's a, a model they can maybe use next year too, because it resulted in more sales. So, you know, yeah. like it, it's one of those like out of the box kind of thinking, like just because it's called Black Friday doesn't mean it has to be just that day, right. especially if it's things that are being done you know, online sales, there's no, no need to like limit it to a certain like small window. Yeah, it's a great point. And I think there's been a lot of like um, aha moments or bits of ingenuity, if you will, that have come about because of the pandemic with, with, with stuff like that. Like who knew a year ago that we as an industry would be, would have pivoted the way that we have, not just the PPE, which is kind of almost an old story by now. It is an old story by now, right. but like, um, but like the, the move to drop shipments and, and, and kitted solutions and, which of course are also increasing the demand on shippers, but, uh, but still it's, 
but it's been an impressive pivot in a way of like, hey, instead of doing it this way, we could do it that way. And it works too. And actually it might work better. So you, you never know what you might be able to come up with. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of opportunities. You know, obviously there's a lot of challenges and that's kind of something we've seen throughout the pandemic is that there's, it's very, very challenging and devastating for some, but there's also opportunities there if you maybe step back and think about things in a different way or, you know, kind of like the overused word pivot and, and look somewhere else and see kind of where those opportunities that maybe you had missed previously were. Um, do you think that the the shipping issues are going to continue into Q1 or will there be like a big drop off at that point? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think they're not going to be. I mean, obviously, there's the incredible demand because of the holiday season is really driving the, the the madness of the moment, so so to speak. But I do think there will be continued strain on strain on shippers because um, we're just con we're we're conducting our, our our personal household economies are happening in a different way now than than right. it, we're, we're we're buying digitally so much more than 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 we were as a society before. So it's just and 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 what an evolution that might have happened over five or six years has now had to happen in some odd months, right? So it's just they're 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 playing they're playing catch up to a degree, and um, given the numbers that we're seeing with like um you know, the unfortunate COVID surge and everything like that. And the fact that we're heading into winter where people are less inclined to go out anyway, I do think you'll continue to see heightened um, demand, certainly over what a normal Q1 would be. The, the, maybe the, the, the bright spot though is after having made it through the, the holiday peak, Q1 is going to probably seem simpler to, to these shippers. So some, so that like um, that uh, Def, DEFCON 1 level is going to come down a little bit, you know, and I, I think it'll be more manageable. But I do think it will, compared to like a, a normal Q1, it's going to be up and there's going to be there's going to be significant uh, d demand on shippers. And it will still be important for promo uh, distributors and suppliers to plan in advance as much as possible with end clients and try to get stuff uh, ordered in and shipped out early. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, I think we kind of you know, cover, covered a lot of the broad strokes of, of what you had already written about and kind of updated people. But is there anything else that, that you haven't mentioned yet that you think people should should know about? Um, just just one thing, and it's it's more of a back end issue and it's it's not having huge problems yet, but it's something to keep an eye on, is that getting stuff in from China has proven more difficult. You know, um there's just there's capacity issues on with with, with container vessels. There's issues at the ports with just having enough workers because of COVID contact tracing and, and things of that nature and just people genuinely being out sick that it's 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 tough to get stuff ported and then and then and then on a truck and and, and out. So that that's been another thing that's that that's something to keep an eye on. From what I've heard at this point, that's not like the, the crushing immediate issue that um you know the 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 delivery to end user uh, uh, component of transportation yeah. is. But it's something to keep an eye on. For. Yeah, just keep an eye. It'll be that'll be the next podcast, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <You> maybe. <laughs> hopefully not, actually. Yeah. Right. Well, hopefully, yeah, maybe this will be a crisis that is averted before we ever have to address it. Which yeah, um, fingers crossed. Yeah, but it is it is interesting how um, just kind of that trickle down of you know coronavirus happened and then all these like you know supply issues, uh, mm -hmm. just the, the supply chain. Like I I see it just like at the grocery store with. You know, now when you get like toilet paper, there's some weird brands that I've never heard of in my life. You know, so like, right. do I want to use this? I'm I'm a little, you know, nervous about using this brand that I've never, yeah. seen, but you know, it's my only choice. So, 
I wish uh, I would have been in the toilet paper business. I'd, I'd be retiring right about now. Probably be selling my steak and, you know, that's it. We chose a different, uh, different paper business. And yeah, yeah. Not quite the same. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what people um, say, say about the, the newspaper business, I mean, they do compare it to. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it. Right. Anyway, but so this, I, I think this was this was really informative. So thanks so much for for joining us today, Chris, and, and talking with me about shipping and all the shipping woes. That are yeah, th thanks, thanks so much for having me. And I'll just final word. Everybody is just like we'll we'll get through it. It's it's going to happen. Yeah. The orders are going to go off. It's it's going to get there one way or the other. Yep, yep. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, this was an episode of uh, Promo Insiders, and have a great day.